Hey there, it's Jen. This is episode number 185, dropping on a Friday because we're shaking things up here in the bold and blended stepmoms community. This is part two of episode number 184, but it's got a different label, 185, because that's how we're rolling with this one. (laughs) Hey, if you listened to yesterday's and you listened to it faster than 1.0, you are a stepmom superhero. (laughs) Let me share a few things that popped out from this two-part episode. Number one, discomfort is inevitable. (laughs) Number two, discomfort builds resilience and you come out so much stronger because of it. Number three, discomfort is a signal that you're onto something. You will have uncomfortable conversations and you will have discomfort. The thing is, you get to choose. Are you going to remain in the discomfort by not addressing something that's happening in your family? Or are you going to get uncomfortable as you address it? Today's episode of the Bold and Blended Stepmoms podcast is going to take you to the kitchen. Now we know there's some really sweet stuff that can happen in the kitchen and there's some sour stuff too. Let's jump back in with me and Samantha. P.S. A couple more things. Samantha Drum is a superhero lawyer by day, and she moonlights as a controlled confrontation expert. If you want to know more about Samantha and you have not listened to episode number 184, you get to choose. Do you want to go and listen to the first part of this episode or do that after this one? Sometimes it's like reading the end of the book first, and it's totally cool. You can absolutely do that with the episode. If you want to know more about Samantha, Check out the link in the show notes and check out episode number 184. All right, let's get to it. Hey, stepmama, I see you. I know it's hard. And that's why this podcast was created with you in mind, so that you can stop focusing on all those things that are dragging you down and start using the power, the gifts, and the influence that you already have to embrace God's call on you as a stepmom. It's time to stop searching for those divorce lawyers. Instead, it's time to gain wisdom on dealing with difficult in-laws, outlaws, and exes and become an influential voice in your blended family based on who God says you are. Hey, I'm Jen, wife, mom, stepmom, Jesus girl, pickleball lover, chief encourager, and new stepmama friend. Welcome to the podcast. I pray that this week's episode blesses you, encourages you, uplifts you, and most of all, I pray that you know you are not alone. Hey, let's go to the kitchen together, shall we? (laughs) (laughs) All right, here's another one. Although I could provide many more, I was told I expected dishes to be put away too early in the day. Stepdaughter is on independent studies and doesn't study normal hours. So I set 5 p.m. to allow me to get in the kitchen without dishes piled in the sink. When dishes aren't done by 5 p.m., I'm told it ain't no deep, which apparently means it's not a big deal and I'm making it a big deal. Life is about following routines and rules and is a deep. It's also about respecting what is asked of you and respecting authority. Oh, there's a lot packed in that one. What do you got, Samantha? Okay, the... Okay, here's what really stood out to me. That last sentence, life is about respect, um, respecting what is asked of you and respecting authority. And my immediate thought in hearing the story is, but she doesn't see you as an authority. That's the problem. 
yeah, it's about it, but you guys are on different pages because you have already assumed that you are an authority figure in her life and that she's on board with that. Her actions are like, you're not an authority. I don't have to do what you're asking. You can set any expectation in the world, but if I don't think you're an authority, what's the consequence? What is the consequence of, okay, so what? I didn't do the dishes. What are you going to do about it? You don't get to tell me what to do. That's the daughter's approach to all of this. And so what I would say is you need to get on board with your husband so that she does understand you are an authority in the house. Maybe you're not an authority. As, maybe she doesn't want you to be her mom as an authority. And so you can't tell me what to do like that. But it's OK. But we do live together. There are rules of this household. I am an authority in this house because this, I am a owner of this house. You live here rent free, girl. While you're here, you, you do need to contribute. This is called being a family. And we do have contributions that we make as a family. And I would say that, one, we need to figure out how to get her established as an authority with the husband backing her. And then also there does need to be some kind of consequence with this daughter so that when she violates that authority and she violates that expectation, there is something that she feels as a result of it. Otherwise, there is literally nothing you're going to be able to do to get her on board because she's never going to feel any weight of her decision. That's so good. She's never going to feel any weight of her decision. This goes to something that if you've been in blended circles for a long enough time, you'll hear that the biological parent really needs to lay down the law. They really need to set the tone to say, this is our home and these are our rules. Now, in conjunction with the stepmom, but it's the dad who is leading the charge and sharing the good news that this is how we roll in this house and also to carry out the consequences. because. Even if the house norms are agreed to, there's going to be a violation. The challenge with women in blended families is often this. Is this a stepkid thing or is this just a kid thing? Is this rebellion just normal for the age, whether they're two entering a tantrum or whether they're 12 and their hormones are all out of whack or whether they're 22 and trying to figure out if they even want to have a relationship with anybody in the family anymore? So there's a lot of confusion that happens. Is this a blended family thing or just a normal kid thing? How could women, how do you think they could sort through that? Or does that even matter? I would say that I think that is something that you can use as a barrier to not act. It could become an easy excuse to be like, it's because she's my stepdaughter. It's because basically you're allowing someone's status to dictate how rules play out. And so... I would just try to stop thinking about it. Someone's status will dictate how rules play out. We all live in a house together, correct? Yes. We all have responsibilities to maintain the household, correct? Okay, so if we have responsibilities to maintaining a household together, it doesn't matter if you're a stepdaughter or a stepdad or a this or a that. We have to have a functioning household. How do we do that in a way that is helpful for everyone so that we're not getting in each other's way? And so don't allow things to be placed in certain terms. You can rewrite the terms. You can rewrite how things have been viewed for so long. And so you need a functioning household. Everyone needs to function in some way. You're a family. Everyone has to contribute in some way. How do you guys do that in a way that makes everyone happy? And people don't have to be like, I don't want to because this person said it. No, we agreed as a family. Let's agree collectively. These things need to get done, not just 
stepmom said it, so it needs to be done. Don't put roles as the things that dictate what mm -hmm. happens in the family. Take that out of it and you're going to take away a lot of friction. I really appreciate that mentioning about the roles because there are a lot of assumptions that go along with it. So that's really good. We could talk for three hours, I think, and still have three more hours to share. So you're going to have to come back on the show. I, I would, we're going to have to do this again. And I would love to. <laughs> oh, cool. Get in a Zoom room with some women and let's hash some things out and say, all right, here you go. Here's, here's a lawyer's perspective. Here's a coach's perspective. And then take what might work well for you. But no matter what you choose, what I heard you promise was you're going to be uncomfortable. Yes. You are going to be uncomfortable. And you know what? That's okay. Because you know what? Discomfort builds resilience and you come out so much stronger because of it. And so don't be afraid of discomfort. Like I, I had to learn to be this resilient. I didn't, I've not just liked this naturally, <laughs> but it has opened so many doors for me and it has opened so many opportunities that it, I'm glad that I went through the refining process and think of it like a refining fire. Yeah. We are Christians. We need to be refined as, through fire. And God didn't promise us comfort. He didn't promise us a life of not having to, you know, make sacrifices and things like that. And so it's okay. He's given me this opportunity to go through this refinement. Let me work with him and stop resisting. And the part about how am I going to show up? I think that will help women regain a sense of control because stepmoms feel often that all of their control is gone and they feel like strangers in their own home. So it's time for them to reclaim where their foot is treading. That's scriptural, by the way. Tread around, go in every room. When my husband and I moved in the house that we are in, we prayed circles around the house. We literally walked around the house and prayed for the house. And then we went in every room and prayed. So if you're just coming off the 30-day prayer challenge, you've been doing a lot of courageous challenges. So if that's you, your courageous challenge for today is to walk in every single room in your house with your hunka hunka and pray for God's protection in that room and whatever else God lays on your heart. That's it. I want to know if you did that. If you've done this, email me at friends at stepfamilypodcast.com and let me know how your prayer walk went because walking in prayer in unity with the men in our lives is so powerful and it all starts with the two of you. Okay, Sam, where can people find you? Yeah, so if you want to find me, you can find me at www.controlledconfrontation.com. Don't worry, I'm not going to make it scary for you. I'm going to make it very accessible. And I have some resources for you. So I have an argument playbook that we already talked about. I have a quiz called, is it high conflict to help you figure out if maybe stepdaughter, stepson, bio mom, are they high conflict? Because then you know how to approach the situation a little bit differently than with normal people. And then I have a smear campaign survival guide. Because let's face it, as a stepmom, you probably are going to get a smear campaign. You know, probably several in your life. And so this is just going to help you to, again, find skills to stay grounded and to work through it and how to behave through this smear campaign so that you're not reinforcing other people's beliefs of you. Thank you so much for coming on the Bold and Blended Stepmoms podcast. And I can't wait to get together again with you. Thank you, Jen. I really appreciate it. So much fun. You know, when somebody says something much, much better than you can say it, <laughs> this is the reason why you should join the Facebook group. I'm so excited. I love, I love, 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 love this group. And I love this podcast and I love all, everything that it's about. So I'm just ready to be open and vulnerable and honest and get some good feedback. And I'm ready for it.